in a world without the ball bros. For two weeks, we've been in the dark. Now we have returned, ready for a fight. We've still got some left in us. We're back! And we're happy to see you guys once again. It's been too long. We cannot wait to be back and bring in some more content to everybody. We just love spreading happiness and football. Yes, baby. What's life without fantasy football? Once again, I'm Nick. I'm Sandy. I'm Jake. Let's fucking go. Where's we that? are officially back. I think we've d- we've worked on this intro long enough, and I'm ready to go ahead and get started. Yeah, we had to do something special for you all. It's been about a two week hiatus, and yes, you know, you were talking about it beforehand. We had a lot of guests on this show, and yeah, maybe the computer said no more. I blame Cam, Bo, and Eddie. I'm sorry, Cam, Nova, and Eddie. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they crushed the computer. Good news is we're back. We got another MacBook Brand at least setup. on hand here. We're we're working to make the best content possible for you guys. We don't want to come out with anything lackluster. Absolutely. And, you know, the hope is that maybe that Sal episode is still out there. Yes. So if we ever find that, we promise that will be at the forefront of our priorities. Have you guys ever seen that movie Sex Tape? Is that what it was with mm. uh, Cameron Diaz? And it was like in the cloud or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's Sal's episode out oh there somewhere. Gosh. Man, someone's going to stumble upon it. Right. That's right. But for today, we're actually doing a special episode. So special, it's going to actually be our superlative episode. Mm. We wanted to do this around Thanksgiving, so yeah. we got delayed a couple weeks. Got us a little bit closer to the fantasy playoffs. I'm now number one in Dynasty, and ah, I think we're all very happy about that. We're not all happy about that. We could that. all cheer for that. <laughs> this is a perfect time to do this. I'd rather do it now than when we originally planned it, because as of right now, this is the last week of regular season. Yes. So mm-hmm. this is our regular season superlatives, all of our awards. This is probably going to be one of the episodes I've been looking forward to the most. Absolutely. So doesn't it seem like, I mean, and just when we started the podcast, it seems like literally yesterday when this season started and we're literally done with the regular season. It's I know. Very it's bittersweet. So it's bittersweet to an absolute yeah, team. If you're a team like me who has no shot of making the playoffs, then yeah, it's really bittersweet because now all I have to look forward to is the offseason. But what we do have in store for you on this episode, like you said, we, we got some awards to hand out. We got an MVP, Rookie of the Year. Some better value type of picks, league winners, and of course, busts. Honestly, mm-hmm. the way I'm looking at this, I think we go from, you know, seventh rounders up, and then do league winner last. I agree. Okay. I think that's the best. Say no, MVPs last. MVP last. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can go with that. All right. Who wants to start with seventh rounder later? Who was your favorite pick this year? Jake. Yeah. So this is a guy I think went. Uh, seven ten or he get went eight ten in our league. He in was our a seventh, league. yeah, absolutely seventh a, round. This is a ten ten team league, so not not you know a twelve teamer, but not an eight team. Ten is pretty average as far as you know the leagues go. Right to get Amon Ross St. Brown, and I think it. What were the reasons? I mean, we didn't want him. He's not proven himself. He Everybody had the one fluke run last year. Nobody, nobody knew if the Hawkinson and Swift being out was the reason why he got all those targets. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. he showed us He showed us two weeks into the year he was legit. Yeah. He's a dominant if, player. If he didn't miss time, I think he would be a top, easy top 12 receiver right top now. Top five. But yeah. he could maybe get as high as that. I think from here going on out, if we want to say with all three of our guys, for here going on out where we think they're going to go. Next yeah. year Ooh. in a redraft Ooh. league, he's going to be top one of the top three round, five. Top three yeah. rounds, maybe two rounds. Two I'd rounder. say top two yeah. round, but top five receiver taken. Guaranteed. Back, back of the second, where we were taking Keenan Allen for all those years. 
We would have taken yeah, him what would way you would, too high. What would you would give? What would you would give for Amon Ra if you drafted Keenan Allen? Yep. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So tragic. Yeah, no, I mean that's a great first pick. Amon Ra, St. Brown was the league winner last year. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, that was a, a unanimous vote. Won you a league and Rohan yes. a league. Yep, absolutely. But this other guy, this other guy out here, a seventh round or later, I like Ramondre Stevenson. And it's just Mr. Consistency. He's had a little bit of um, absolute boom. He's never had a really bad bu- uh, floor. Um, overall, I got him in the ninth round. And, you know, that's a personal guy for me. I know Ramondre was taken in the same, you know, area as, you know, Damian Harris. Or a Chase Edmonds. Ooh, that's gross. Yeah, that's yeah. what we were talking about all off. I took we Chase Edmonds. Yeah, we, do, we did love him. I took Chase Edmonds around before Ramondre yeah, uh-huh. and around before Ken Walker. So if that says wow. anything. I think yeah. the whole thing with him, I, I want to – talk on kind of why they were here for each of these guys so why mm-hmm. what why did he make it to the ninth round obviously Damian Harris and to be fair he was still the guy before he got injured the thing that was is, a fortunate injury for Ramondre but he has looked better and the yeah, thing so was Damian Harris was only taken two picks ahead of Ramondre yeah. in our draft I think everybody thought it was going to be an RB by committee and maybe Ramondre saw a little bit of more of the receiving work but yes certainly truth, not the truth case. be told I think going into the season the Patriots not having an offensive coordinator and even now to this point not having an offensive coordinator the running game outside of you know against the Lions or the Browns or sparing few games where Ramondre's had over 100 yards mm-hmm. he has not been very efficient neither right. was Harris right. but it is all the receiving ups he's number yeah. 3 in the league for running back receiving behind Eckler and McCaffrey like, yeah. he's in that kind of range right now. His receiving yep. work's just been amazing. And, like, what you're saying, Nick, the last three weeks, 26 yards, 36 yards, 54 yards on the yeah. ground. But it's, mm-hmm. it's it, it doesn't matter because he's still scoring 15, 20 points because he's getting 10 targets. I mean, you look at his it's yards insane. per carry, they're identical last year. So, uh, yep. the rushing really hasn't changed. But, yes, it's it's absolutely 100% the receiving upside. And PPR leagues, Ramondre is – a baby Alvin Kamara right yep. now. Mm-hmm. I think next year he's going to be drafted probably right around the same spot as an Amon Ross St. Brown, and those will be Second a couple round. of guys where you're – Top three rounds. It'll yeah. depend on who you draft in the first round, who you want between these two. I agree. Yep. I agree with the second to third round label for him. Now, this next guy for you, Nick, this is a guy who I liked a lot, but he never got the respect, and it, it was a lot of because – all yes. talked about him. It was questionable. You know, you're like going him. into a new situation. You're yep. officially to be leaned on as the new guy, the wide receiver one – you I know. mean, before the season, I said, and we're talking about Christian Kirk. I said Christian Kirk was going to be a top 15 receiver. You said top 20, so we were on the same page. Yeah. Number 11 right now. Yeah. Drafted him in the 11th round. Having a career year. I mean, just like every wide receiver in the league, he's going to have a couple of bad weeks. He had three bad weeks in a row, and then one week was seven against Denver. And outside of that, he's been very – he has not killed you all year. And no. the thing was, the only thing that does scare me about him is at least for the next week – in the last two weeks, I like his matchups, but that middle ending, you know, with Dallas and the Jets, that is a tough slate. So, I mean, I don't mind that. we'll see the test and we'll see how much Trevor Lawrence relies on Christian Kirk, you know, moving forward. I would the say Jets the Jets does scare me a little bit just because Sauce could lock him up easily. But I, yeah, that could that could happen. But Christian Kirk is PPR machine right now. F- Going to finish with probably over 120 targets yeah, this year. His He's target got share looks already. amazing. And, I, you know, we said going into the year, we liked him a lot because they paid him. Yep. Yes. They paid him so much money, and I thought it was a horrible deal. I didn't it like was. him coming from Arizona, but we liked him as a fantasy player. I just yeah. thought as a football player and a football deal, I hated it. Yeah, it's but not a, It's too much money for a guy who isn't a 
premier yeah, number one true. guy. But, number one. A guy who's 5'11", But we all loved it because of the fantasy upside. Yeah, you're going to use the guy you paid all that money to. Exactly. Now, where are we drafting him next year? Probably top five rounds. I would say at least top yeah. six rounds. If he could I'd say higher, I would take him in the fifth. If he, I'm comfortable if he's my wide receiver, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's your wide receiver, too, and you say you have, like, any of those other top five guys, I think you're very comfortable. Yeah. Um, then, so, yeah, top five round. Now they'll have Calvin Ridley next year. Yeah. I also think that like helps that Christian though. Kirk. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm kind of I kind of want to acquire Calvin Ridley. That, That's a different That thing. is <laughs> the perfect combo to go with a Christian Kirk because he should be the possession guy, the yeah. target, you know. Way bigger. Absolute hog. But Calvin Ridley should be able to pop in there and make those explosive plays. So it should be a very – great one-two punch for Lawrence year three Lawrence I think will be he'll yeah. he'll show us who yeah. he really is yeah. Peterson he's, he's is looked better this year so I think even next year they've taken a big step forward even if they're not winning as many games just yet I like their future they improved their defense just a little bit more moving forward and I and think Jen, like they yeah. have some good young pieces so yep. they're right there absolutely well I think we go ahead and get into the best value guys that we drafted this year yeah very kind of similar to this round but these are guys that could be anywhere you know guys whether it was a second third fourth round a guy who slipped a guy who probably we should have had up there to begin with but somehow we didn't i traded for my guy i traded for my guy yeah i'll start justin fields every week that he's playing the rest of the year i have justin herbert in the same league that's why i thought this would be such a good pick to have here I had to trade for Justin Fields. Traded away Damian Pierce, Scott Fields, and James Conner. And he yeah. was a free agent. Nobody exactly. drafted him. I don't think any, he was on anybody's radar. And especially after, look through five weeks. Horrible. His, his, yeah. his high score was 15 points. Nobody wanted to touch him. Mm-mm. And now out of nowhere, to say you're starting a Justin over a Justin and it's not <laughs> Herbert over Fields is literally just insane. Nobody yeah. saw that coming. Nobody, Nobody at all. And it's absolutely the rushing aspect. Yeah, we saw him pop off there, of you know, three straight weeks of hitting nearly 100, but two of those hitting, you know, 178 and 147, respectfully. Yeah. Well, at this point, he's kind, of, he's kind of almost throw a proof. Look he, at, like at Green Bay. He right Two now, interceptions, zero touchdowns, and he still had 20 points. Right now, yard rushing he's touchdown. got a much higher – you know, passing ability, but I can kind of compare their offense to like a Lynn Bowden situation in college where a lot, very athletic, explosive type of guy playing the quarterback out of position. I'm not saying Justin Fields is out of position because he's absolutely the quarterback, but very similar play style. And until they supply him with some reliable receivers, mm. I think he'll kind of remain more heavily dominant on that ground game. Yeah, absolutely. Get some weapons for him. Get him over 10 rushing attempts in a game and you're guaranteed to have a quarterback one. Absolutely. All right. Well, Sandy, you want to talk about the next quarterback? Yep, another quarterback. Two two quarterback values. (laughs) And this one is probably just barely a step above. Well, not really barely. A big step above, but respectfully here. And that's Jalen Hurts. And quarterback two. The better arm, the better, you know, weapons around him still has the rushing element. And, you know, right now, like you said, he's number two overall, number two QB. He went 383. Number uh, or eight round. He went in the yeah. eighth round, so eighth yeah. round. pretty good value. If you're getting the quarterback two in the eighth round, you love value. that. Yeah, that's and pretty there's good a reason value. why that guy who got him in the eighth round is currently sitting in first place. Yeah, there's exactly. only two quarterbacks who have finished with 11 weeks as a quarterback one. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Mm. Yep. It's awesome. I mean, I love yeah. it for him. Jalen Hurts, I don't – thing is, I don't like the Eagles as a franchise, but I like the Eagles as a team. I love A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I love Jordan Davis. I've loved him since he was at Georgia. You know, their whole team is just fun. They're young. 
and they had a, they have great coaching up there. This is a guy with 20 touchdowns, three interceptions, 600 yards rushing, and nine touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, this is an uh, unstoppable quarterback. An MVP in type of year. Yeah. Yes, he, he really he should is. be MVP right now. If you were to give that award away today to an actual NFL quarterback, because you know that's all they give it to, be Hurts. Then it's, Hurts. it's probably Mahomes. Hurts isn't even in the conversation really? at this point. I in think, my opinion, I think they both are. In my opinion, are. it's Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts. Burrow's number three on my on my list in real life. I'm MVPs. sorry, I didn't mean Hertz isn't. In, I thought you said Herbert. I, I no, definitely not Herbert. Yeah, I thought I apologize. Hertz is in the conversation. I think him and Burrow are pretty close. Mahomes is still leading right now. Though. I give yeah. the edge to Jalen strictly because they they love to give it to a guy who's led their team to wins. Yeah, and right. right now you have the best team in the league. Right, best so efficient team in the league that we've probably seen yeah. running the running the ball wise with the quarterback. I mean, regardless of how many yards Lamar puts up. Mm. Quarterback sneak your way on every third and fourth down. You're going to have some long drives and put away some games pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Yep. And that's why I do like him for an MVP this year. I, everything lines up perfect. Patty Mahomes is always the easiest choice, and there's no problem with going with that. Is but he always the easiest choice? Right now, I'd as long say as he keeps so, playing yes. well. But, but Jalen Hurts put his name right up there this year, and I think he's deserved it. But this next guy, we should, like I said, this is the guy that we should always have up there, guaranteed top two round. Arguably a first-round pick. There has been a model for the past two or three years where a team that takes Travis Kelsey in the first round has, like, it's an insane win share percentage over other teams. We're talking about the first round. He got drafted in the third round, the sixth pick, after Mark Andrews. Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, mm-hmm. what that that's the most egregious pick in, I think, our first two. Because everybody makes some mistakes, but for somebody not to take him in the first Two rounds, why. and even even over. But like I said earlier, the stat is: if he was a wide receiver, he'd be wide receiver five. He has almost a hundred more points than the tight end too. Yeah, it's, it's just close. such a positional, it's an unbelievable advantage, and it's different than the quarterback because there's not that big of a difference between Patty Mahomes and Jalen Hurts right now. It's yeah. it's a it's a like twenty thirty points. Oh yeah, there it's is such a margin. huge gap with Travis Kelsey, and it's yes. going to be that way for the foreseeable future. Yep. So if you're a team that got him in this case a third round pick, you're getting Insane. basically a wide receiver five, like you said, in the third round. And you pair that up with a guy in the same team. He's got you know C.D. Lamb. That's so basically like getting C.D. Lamb in the third that. round in the middle of the third round, yeah, which just so doesn't happen. Travis Kelsey, absolutely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to say too much about him. He, no. He's he's a league winner. If you have him. You're probably one of the top teams in the league. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, guaranteed top three, in my right. opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should go ahead and get into guys who have disappointed yeah. us. There's a lot. They we'll go ahead and get these guys. But Shit the bed. Yeah, there's a lot. The first name, I'm going to let you start with this one, Nick, because this guy has popped up on episode after episode. Mm-hmm. We love him. We hate him. We've we really hated him. One of our bes- before the season's loves. Too. Yeah, yeah. All summer we talked yeah. about him. and. Right now, if I told you he's running back 28, you wouldn't be that upset. But, God, it doesn't feel like it. And that's Mm-mm. A.J. Dillon. And that's kind of because these last two weeks, I didn't even notice he had a couple last yeah. good weeks, 20 points last week. But that's because Aaron Jones had a little bit of yeah. an injury, right? He's In got out a of the buttocks he's injury. Been, he's been literally irrelevant. So really? Yeah, that was partially. It was like a ankle, shoulder. It was. It's a couple things. He's just been Dillon, banged up. AJ Dillon corn dogged him on the sideline <laughs> to get into the game. <laughs> you Maybe. know what's insane? We knew the pass casting work wasn't going to be there. Aaron Jones is simply a better running back. I'm sorry, but he is. He's a better pass catcher. And you know the big thing we said before the season, or at least one of the things I kind of harped on. Green Bay running backs do not get goal line work. 
Mm-mm. We had to be prepared for that going in. So if you're a second down, if you're a running back like him, 247 pounds, you're expecting yes. him to be the Jamal Williams rule. Mm-hmm. And get all these touchdowns. It just doesn't happen. He could Bay. do it. He could he very could do well it. do it. It's a Matt Lafleur, Aaron Rodgers exactly. decision-making problem. Exactly. I'm not saying he's the problem. It's the problem in that offense. And if you switched AJ Dillon with Jamal Williams and put AJ Dillon oh, it, with the Lions, he would have the same amount of touchdowns that Jamal Williams. Exactly. Has. I swear he'd probably you know, have more. Maybe more. Yeah. He's pro- I Honestly. think he's better than Jamal Williams. I do. Well, the Next year he'll there, be great. AJ Dillon would probably be the lead back in Detroit. No. With, how bang, no, with how banged Swift up Swift has been, yeah, he would I mean, have, it would have been injured, a much better opportunity. It would be a very similar situation. Exact to what same situation now, because Swift is the better pass. So AJ be Dillon would be the third best running back, maybe out of that, or st- almost right there. Oh, second, AJ yeah. Dillon would be a top five dynasty running back in that case. Where Jamal yeah, Williams, yeah. no one gives any respect right. to. Why? Uh, that's crazy. But yeah, Dylan definitely has not lived up to expectations, yeah. which is why I think we're all in agreement. He is definitely a bust for this year. B U S T. You Who's the guy? It's your guy, Nick. <laughs> oh, this is, is this is Nick's guy. guy, but I'm going to talk about him because I did pick him up at one point, and I'm pretty sure he delivered me a goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Moore. That's not shocking. Elijah Moore. It's disgusting to see. Hey, eight ball is ranked number 88 on the season right now. Ooh, man. 88. That is so foul. I will say, with Mike White this last week, he did get six targets. So it is maybe a little bit of a trend up. but And I don't think it's his fault. He's still 22 years old. We saw what he can do. You still have to like him for dynasty yeah. purposes, but just for I this do. year, horrible bust. Where'd he go? Yeah, they're lost well, on their offense. They don't have I a took true him quarterback. That took him in the seventh. I think. The seventh round, yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. That's that is now brutal. he's a free agent. <laughs> yeah, he's got a good schedule going forward in terms <laughs> right. of week 15, 16, 17, but you can't trust overall, him. look exactly. at look at Nick's bipolarism to this guy. Dra- drafted in the seventh round, dropped on October eighteenth, picked up on October twentieth, <laughs> dropped on October twenty third. And yeah. he picked up by me, and he gave me a goose egg. That was a rough to. week. A rough week for Elijah. <laughs> he he, yeah. he would have put up three, four straight goose eggs, so don't feel too bad. Yeah, yeah, he's been brutal. I'm not dropping him or trading him away in Dynasty yeah. at all. I'm not even going to think about it this summer. Here's a guy I wish the Pittsburgh Steelers would have traded away instead of Claypool. <laughs> and we all know who that is. Deontay Johnson. Butterhands Johnson. Wide yeah. receiver 39. And the when thing he got was, drafted when in the sixth round. Yeah, sixth round. And that's perfectly an okay spot, the yeah. draft. But it's just you want more. I don't care who's playing quarterback. If you're the best receiver on your team, you got to do more. And it's not that he's not getting targets. That's what's the annoying part. Yeah, well, it's you want more when he was a top yeah. ten wide receiver last year. Let's not forget about that. Yeah, so it's just disappointing when you drafted him. You know, sixth round is a fairly high capital still. I'd say yes, he is. was in a lot of cases at least wide receiver two, if not three, on many teams. So. Yeah. It's tough that that would have been your guy that you would have had to rely on. And, you know, you look at his ceiling, 16, 16 yeah, points. literally his ceiling. Wide receiver, 23. That is his ceiling, which is literally insane. That means he hasn't popped off for any big throws. He has zero touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. He leads the league in targets without a touchdown this year. He's basically a new Jacoby Myers, except with worse hands. Right? Oh, he's way worse than Jacoby. Jacoby Myers is way better than Deontay Johnson, in my opinion. He's yeah. six foot two. at I least. I mean, I would take... Jacoby Myers right now definitely it's the, it's the non-explosive look at his yards yeah. per target that is the that is that's a stat number. that's alarming and, uh, and that but comes back not, to the Steelers no offense they haven't had much of an explosive passing game at least with yeah. the deep ball so that's some of it's scheming but like I said a lot of it I thought some of the dropping problems was gone I thought he improved and then he just reverted and yeah, that's what really disheartened me on him and made me you know and again we traded away uh, Chase Claypool, a guy who I much preferred younger. I thought had more potential, deep threat. He had his own problems with his hands. So I don't really love either of them. 
I do love George Pickens, but I think uh, yeah. Claypool's too much of an Instagram personality for Mike Tomlin. That might have been the big Same problem thing there. With Juju. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same exact thing with happened Juju. to Juju. But he was exiled. We can't disregard the fact that Kenny Pickett's been a bust too. Okay. Are we going to talk about uh, too early? He's a rookie. He's almost a 25-year-old rookie. Yeah, it's too the, early to say. Yeah, the too early is, for baby hands. As a quarterback, the first thing you got to conquer is winning games. You don't sure. have to shine, drop four <laughs> touchdowns a game to look good, to at least be on a positive track. I'm not ready to give up on Pickett yet. I know what your opinion is, but I'm not ready just yet. We'll give it another year. Yeah, and we'll speaking of rookies, who wants to talk about the, their pick for rookie of the year? Sandy, I think you should go first. I love this one, and I hate this one because this <laughs> one's this one's bit me more than it's ever helped me, and that's Ken Walker. And whether you look at his injury problems or not this year, when the guy's playing, he is absolutely a stud. Yeah. You know, and, and I saw that. You know, in Dynasty, I drafted him. Unfortunately, I traded him. You know, we're yeah. not going to go into all the details. And Amish, you drafted him. And, and Amish, uh, it was just a very bad situation. I dropped him. Of course, I kicked myself, but it was just bad timing. And, you know, and I'm happy to see that he did turn out to be the player I thought he would be, even rookie year. I'm just disappointed he was on my, uh, you know, not on my team. I spent $56 on Fab on him, and this was in week, like, four or five yeah. when he took over the starting role. He, he was the best pickup of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, and he, he led me to my only couple wins that I have. So without him, I would have been even horrible. With with him on your team, Sandy, you might have been undefeated. Mm. I could have. Because I would have been yep, another guy tough. to score you 20 points in your flex. That's tough. And, you know, that, that comes that back true. to, again, it's just bad timing. What do you yeah. do? Yeah, you but, know? you know, you can't foresee the future. But he's exactly. been a stud. I love him. I think this foot injury is kind of weird. Yeah. It's, it's a foot sprain. Oh, it's, it's like a, this it's is like bad a jammed timing. ankle at first mm. too. This is bad timing because even if he comes back, you look at the stretch. They're playing the Niners. They play yeah. at Kansas City, then against the Jets and the Rams. I'm not too worried about him finishing off the year. I think against the Rams, if you happen, well, our season should be over by then potentially. Yeah, week 17, he yeah. has to so, play pretty tough matchup. Yeah, for the rest of fantasy, his matchups are not favorable. So I love him as a rookie. He absolutely balled out. I would have given it to Brees Hall, barely, oh, yeah. but yeah. it's tough. Brees Hall was looking better than Ken Walker. Yeah, yes, if Brees Hall far. played the rest of the year, I think he, he would have been, been better all of than all of, our, all of our guys Yeah, that we have up here. And me and you, Jake, have two wide receivers who have had very different trajectories yeah. all season. Yeah. Oh, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first just because it's the guy I drafted in I the third him. round. Christian him. Watson. In the third round of Dynasty. In the third round of Dynasty, which he was projected a early second, and he just kept falling. I didn't necessarily even love him. I know Nick. You had your hate against him early in the year. I wasn't a big fan of the because lack he had of no volume. Production. He had no production coming yeah. out of college, out of you know North Dakota State. He ran one of the fastest times ever at six five. You know what's gross is in our Amish league. I got him for zero fab. Yeah, that is gross. And yeah. not that long, November twenty second. Are you starting him every week now? Well, now that he's healthy, when he's in there healthy, you have when he's start. not on body, he is literally yeah. a must start at this point. Yeah. And every start I've gotten big points. So at this point, he is the Amon Ross St. Brown currently for me this year. Three, eight, ten, eight. Those are his weekly finishes. The last four games. Great finishes. You'll What's take that. that? How many Sucks that? he's on by. Seven and touchdowns. I can't use him against you, but and a rushing five. touchdown. Seven touchdowns. Eight touchdowns in the last four weeks. If you would have wouldn't have dropped that f- wide open touchdown and in week one, 
Yeah. And you we look at that final stretch, you get the bye week, yeah. but then you get to play the Rams at the Dolphins against the Vikings and then Detroit. And all what four better? of those, all four of those are must win games for Green Bay. Yeah. So you know they're going to come out and try to throw. They're not going to roll over. Four great matchups for this guy too because exactly. Jalen Ramsey's slowing down. Mm. Miami gives up. I mean, Xavier Howard has right. given up just as many touchdowns mm-hmm. as Jalen Ramsey. And then the Ramsey. Vikings, like you said, the rivalry factor. And then I don't, Pat Pete is 40. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> Christian Watson, if you're someone who has him, you're going to have to start him every week. I don't yeah. care who else you got. You know, like I said, I lucked into him. But you could have put him as a league winner, honestly, just because of the way he's trending. Yeah. But I had to put him as my rookie. Nick, who's yours? I'm going to go with the guy I was cheering for all off season. Early in the year, he showed how consistent he can be. And that's Chris Olave. The yep. exact opposite of, of Christian Watson. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Consistent. Just look at how consistent he's been. Olave's every week starter, a guy you don't worry about. You just plug and play him in your lineup, and you know that he's quarterback proof regardless it's, of Yeah, Dalton. it's only right that we both have them on by. Of course. That's of course. That is very telling, all, though. I think all of the guys except for Ken Walker's on by, right? Yeah, yeah. and Ken Walker's hurt, so he's probably yeah. missing. All three of our Rookie of the Years might be missing this week. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. For different reasons. But, but, yeah, what you're saying, for him to be quarterback-proof as a rookie, yeah. that's huge. And, because and here's the thing. They're, the Saints are bad. They yeah, need to get a quarterback in there. I don't know if it'll be this year or not, but either way, I don't see him going away from – a top 20 receiver ever. The right. only issues with his numbers is the lack of touchdowns. And that's yeah. not even on his behalf. It's not. It's it's more, in my opinion, an indictment against Andy Dalton and the offense going to Taysom Hill over and over and over incessantly. Right. You know, Chris Olave was wide open on that pass at the end of mm-hmm. the game that Taysom Hill, you know, dropped after he got hit in the head or whatever. Chris Olave was wide open. He was livid. He's the kind of guy who I think next year, new coaching staff, new offensive coordinator in the building. I mean, he's going to get 150 targets. Yeah. He should. I mean, there's too many games this year where he's under 10 targets, and the games any any time he gets the targets, he's a top 10 wide receiver, yeah, top right. 20 wide receiver. He's been fantastic. Yeah, he's and absolutely. that's why, I mean, I obviously like Alave more than Watson. I think Watson, his chemistry with Rodgers is so important. I think that's what makes him good. But, you know, Alave proving to be quarterback proof this early in his career, that's what puts him on a leg up. Yeah, It and says a lot. Guarantee no one feels bad about taking him top three in any dynasty draft because we all knew. Yeah. I was praying that he would have slipped to me, and unfortunately you, he did not. Would you trade Mike Evans for Chris Olave yes. in Dynasty right now? I mean, if you had Chris Olave, would you trade him for Mike Evans? No. No. Not I even Dynasty? I traded him. Give me a first. This summer I traded away Mike oh. Evans for the third pick and Maybe took Olave. Okay. Mike go. Evans in a second for Olave I think would be the only thing comparable. But if I'm the one with Olave, I kind of don't want to do that. I wouldn't give up I wouldn't give up Olave. And he's no. bigger. Now that he's in the NFL, he's bigger than I thought he was in college. Yeah. He's I a lot bigger he was like than 5'11". He's a very strong-bodied type of guy, and he's only 22. It's yep. actually so. shocking to me that we don't have Garrett Wilson on here at all. I want to give him a little no, shout-out. We do he have is him. On there. He is on there. Oh, oh. We got him later. He is oh, on there. See, I got a water bottle blocking yeah, me out yeah. of here. So, with that being said... Well, we're going right to league winners then, yeah, right? we're oh, going okay. right into the league right winners. In. Since, since so, you mentioned it, there you go. Jackie. My league winner, Garrett Wilson. There now that go. Mike Mike the Truth White is the starting the quarterback truth. there. Mike the Truth. Look at his last two weeks. 26 yeah. and 24. Yep. And that's besides... His work, of, his work early was I loved him. He looks so smooth, and that was with Joe Flacco and and, and Zach Wilson throwing in the ball. But the trends wow. are with with Mike White, fifteen targets is insane, and you love the matchups. And the matchups. He played Buffalo last time around. He had just about seventeen. I look for that at Buffalo. It's a little bit tougher because you, you know potentially you have always to factor in the elements, but. That's not a very scary matchup right now. Buffalo's a little bit thin. And then you obviously get Detroit and Jacksonville. So 
You love is it. He I as agree. Safe as a start as a lave, probably not. But his the mm. trend up with Mike White. Why isn't he now? I think he is. Why is he just now? as safe as a lave? I think if I had to choose for the remainder of this this season, yo, obviously Dynasty, I still think a lave is better. But for the remainder of this current season, I think I would put Wilson one step above a lave just mm. based on the matchups. See, I'm almost the opposite. Hmm. I'm almost. I think Alave this rest of this year. He's, you know, if you look at the history since like 2014 and the analytics of how these guys target share volume is going, Alave's top of the list. Hmm. Like Odell Beckham Jr. type of numbers, getting ready for that kind of type of finish of the year. Garrett Wilson's just as good, mm-hmm. and Garrett yeah. Wilson is, I think, probably playing with a better quarterback and an hmm. offense that's much better, much better offensive line. Garrett Wilson could be great to finish off the year yeah. and in dynasty. It's a definite yeah. guy. I I love him personally in both in both uh, redraft and dynasty yes. leagues. So yep. who would you take in dynasty between those? That two, really? that is so hard. I'm still taking a lot. Before the year, like I, I had Garrett Wilson over a lobby. After what I've seen, they are literally interchangeable for me. They're so similar. They both look like smooth route runners. Yeah. And to that, Those like Garrett Wilson's kind of quarterback State. proof too. Like yes, he struggled in the middle of the weeks, but. That's with Zach Wilson, who yeah, Zach Andy Wilson's Dalton's not a quarterback. Than, Andy Dalton's better than Zach Wilson. Way better. Oh Way my God, better. yeah. Yeah. So, Zach Wilson was so bad from weeks yeah. four on to week seven. It's it's almost unbelievable. Yeah, he literally excommunicated Elijah Elijah Moore, a second yeah. round pick. Like he just didn't throw him the ball. That's how bad he is. Oh yeah, yeah. and Garrett Wilson moves differently. Yeah. I think both of those guys super smooth. Man, it's crazy what Ohio State next year. We're going to talk about two more Ohio State wide I'm receivers you, who are going to look the we, same. This this wide receiver class from this year is probably going to be the best class. I'd say five years from now, we'll look back and we will see this group of receivers and probably say that's the best collective group. So in two years, mm-hmm. we'll have Garrett Wilson, Alave, JSN, Drake and Harrison. I'm talking about oh, all, all four okay. Ohio State oh, okay. guys. Yeah, there yeah, could yeah. be four top, potentially four top 20 guys. Who's right the now? Eugene? Is his name Eugene or Epicom or something uh, on yeah. Ohio State? His name is like E.E. Starts with, it, his last name starts with an E on Ohio Nezba State. or something. And Nez, yeah, something Nezba. like that. That guy's Another also guy? really fucking good. They probably have guys, they probably fifth stringers that could probably make the league yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, at this point, if you're a top wide receiver, you more than likely go to Ohio State or, where, or LSU. Yeah, LSU's look good. Honestly, Jamison Williams is also on the same team. We forget yeah. about that. Yeah. James, these yeah. guys were so yeah. good, Jamison Williams had to go to Bama. Right. And yeah. then he was great. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Forget about Waddle. About who? Oh, Jalen Waddle. Well, and Ruggs. Yeah, we don't talk about him yeah. as much. Who? Henry Ruggs? Yeah, that those four were all on the same team. Yeah. Henry Ruggs is a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah we, well, that's why we leave him off of there. But yeah. those other <laughs> yeah. guys we mentioned, stars. Who is your pick for a league winner this, this year? This is Sandy? an easy one and a cheesy one. But I'll tell you right now, <laughs> easy and I'm chasing the title. And yeah. I'm um, ecstatic that he is back, hopefully fully healthy. I hate the At puns. the perfect timing. I have him in both Dynasty and in our Amish League, and that this man, Jamar Chase, just has to do it for me. He's got to turn it on. We have a few games left. I can definitely feel the big match, you know, the big, big output coming. Yeah, and week 17, they got to play Buffalo. I think that'll be a high-scoring game, championship weekend. I mean, the offense is just getting better every week, and with Burrow playing at an MVP-type year, like Chase – I just can't see him not having 15 points at minimum every yeah. game from here on out. I mean, I don't my, even care about the matchups. Yeah, matchups, I do not care. The about. matchups are the only thing that do scare me. I'm not scared of any of those. New England at New England will be this, interesting because they'll be scraping for a playoff. This you know, isn't birth, as much but. a testament to Jamar Chase as it is going to be the Bengals as a whole because at this point, this last stretch is 
is going to make or break them. If you come out of those looking like the better team, I expect Jamar Chase to be a big part of that. Missing four games, he's still wide receiver 20 yep. on the year. Yeah, One of the most consistent, same. overall dominant wide receivers His in the floor league. this year he's was 10 same, points. He's the same age as uh, Alave and Garrett Wilson. Yep. Oh, is I that know. not insane? And Justin Jefferson. They're all 22 that, right now. That's insane. Justin Jefferson even. We're witnessing yeah. absolute greatness. It's Dude, awesome. I mean, we're Devontae. Uh, what's the Devonte Adams literally peaking right now while this is going on? Cooper Cup peaked last year. I mean, this is one of the greatest ages of wide receivers we'll ever yeah. see. And don't forget, you still got guys like D Hopper balling out. Yeah, you know, Steroid Stephon boy. Diggs. I mean, you got a list of other guys. You see that? That guy said, yeah. "I don't respect his game. He's steroid on steroids." Boy. Steroid boy. <laughs> but you know, you just look at the list. Tyree Kill still balling yeah. out. Yes. It, oh, this I forget a, about Tyree. This He's era so of NFL wide receivers is just incredible, and, and it, I think says a lot about the running backs because they've stolen the show it used to be you were the top running back you were kind of the poster boy oh you know receivers Mm. got their respect but right now oh i mean collectiveness think about next next year in redraft i think the first overall pick is going to be a wide receiver the whole the whole state of of fantasy has changed from this year we've seen what running back heavy can do to a team for me take for me for example my team was so bad in redraft because i went running back heavy at this point, receiver heavy has been the recipe point, for success. I would have rather had, I would have rather Inside taken in. Cooper Cup. Why he did not go top three is insane. Take away the injury because yeah. he was still he was on, pace on pace to have the most consistent year ever. Of course, him, why didn't he go? Top him, three? Jefferson, Chase, Adams. You'd be happy with any of those guys mm-hmm. over or Jonathan Diggs Taylor. Even. Yeah, that whole oh. list. Yeah, Diggs is yeah. one of those guys I forget about too. Yeah, I just no, can't he's, stand he's Steph Diggs because you have him a dynasty. <laughs> I'm coming. He's coming. He's, <laughs> He's coming, baby. That's what she said. It is. Okay, who's next? You got oh. your last one. Tony one motherfucking Pollard, baby. Don't you I don't love care it? how much Zeke is going to eat. Tony Pollard has proven time and time again he's right in the backup. He proves that he eats first nowadays. Yeah. Two touchdowns last week. The week before, 18 carries. The week before that, 15, 22. And this is all with Zeke back in the fold. Right. This is this guy who the last five weeks has been a running back eight or better Four of those five weeks. Yep. yep. It's unbelievable. I mean, how talented he is, and he's and still kind of in a limited role. He's like an mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara a couple of years ago is what he looks like to me, yep. and probably even faster and on a better team. I mean, the thing is, like, exactly what you're saying. Like, the matchups are amazing. Houston, Jacksonville, towards the end, you know, a little bit tougher. But Philly's been bad against the run recently. Yeah, I mean, he's only getting 50% of the snaps and still putting up these numbers because he's been so efficient. For Dynasty... Free agent it, after the season. It's tough. Mm. Yeah, it, I want to see him either go somewhere. He is also 25, so like if his breakout is at age 25, it's tough for me to get too excited about that. But I would argue he broke out last year. But I mean, 30. he also hasn't mm. ran a lot, so he should yes. still have a lot of tread on the tires. I right? feel the same way about Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's pr- pretty much like 26, 27 with similar usage at the same time. Right. But Tony Pollard, but a next, monster. Next year, let's say he goes to his own team and is a running back one there, he's probably a first-round pick. With his role as it is, the first fact we've seen – We used to one, take two, Kenyon three, Drake four. in the first oh round of fantasy. Do you remember that? Oh we've seen gosh. four top five RB weeks for Tony yeah. Pollard yes. as a backup. Exactly. Yeah. I think he's going to be – if he goes to freaking Atlanta – and Atlanta mm. gets a new offensive line, a new head coach, and they got the excitement there. Maybe a new maybe, quarterback. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Maybe a new quarterback, depending on what Ritter does. So. We'll see what happens. But Tony Pollard, and that's a bad – that's like the worst <laughs> example. Goes to the Rams. <laughs> Falcons are the worst team he yeah. could go to. Goes yeah. to the Rams, maybe. Oh, oh yeah. Cam Akers that could back. happen. Who? Cam Akers had two touchdowns last week. 
He's back, right? Uh, Cam Akers <laughs> is the worst. They're playing right now. What's the score he's, of that he's game? He's got a fumble. 13 to so three. that says a lot. He said he had a fumble. That yeah, says earlier. a lot. <laughs> Come on, Rams, get a score here. Uh, 13 to three. Oh, Josh Jacobs. Yes, go, baby. Let's get him another touchdown. 19 touches is outrageous. I love that the Raiders' defense is playing well this week. Speaking I keep starting of, uh, anybody against the it's Rams. It's kind of easy yeah, when you're a matchup's Baker Mayfield yeah. on a two-day flight stretcher, you know. They Number 17, so Baker. Right I would I would hope the Raiders could stop him. Speaking yeah. of a Raider, we're gonna go Ooh. into our last category here. Yep, this MVPs. Is the we saved the best for last, yeah, and unfortunately, this guy's burnt me. I have not been able to touch him. I tried to make a trade for him. He's personally. I, just, I think he's personally beat every one of us at least one yeah. time this year. The luckiest yeah. pick of the year. Personally. Luckiest pick of the it year. Is, it's by Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. I mean, the thing is, we keep wanting. We not even. I'm not to say we want. We keep just waiting for. Okay, he's not going to continue this. He's not going to keep going. Right now, outside of week eight, where he had seven, and then you know weeks one and two, where we thought the Ra- Raiders were about to be absolute trash, then he steps up. They start feeding him the rock, and next thing you know, he had the he had three straight weeks of over thirty. A little bit of a break there. And well, then comes cor- back 22, 19, 48, 20. He's currently got 15. Yeah, it's correlated to his snap percentage. And we don't see any running backs getting 80% or more of their snaps outside of a couple years ago with a guy like Christian McCaffrey or Derrick Henry. Yeah, Todd Nobody Gurley. does this. Yeah. Todd Gurley. This is Josh Jacobs' Mr. peak Arthritis. right now. This is his yeah, peak. Yeah, definitely. So absolutely. if you were to get him, which most people did, if you were to get a guy like Josh Jacobs in the fourth, maybe even fifth round, yeah. You're more than likely another team that's probably winning. If yeah, if you got Josh Jacobs where most people did, your team is a top three team, just like with Kelsey. With let Kelsey, me, what if me, you had Kelsey and Josh Jacobs? Then you'd be a top two team. AKA yeah. shout out Billy. That's let sad me but really? true. Here's a here's a dynasty trade from last summer: Higgins for Josh Jacobs in a 2022 first, which was the ninth pick. Yeah, I mean, at that time, I love I love getting Higgins. Like, I obviously I love Higgins. I think it's we all a tough do. But one. There's at this no point, looking back that. at it now, you can't say it's worth it. Maybe you want to go one for one. I'd be yeah. okay with it, but not with the first. Not with definitely the first. in hindsight, no. but again, hindsight's always yeah. twenty twenty. It's just the craziest thing, man. I love seeing how things progress. That's why it's like you never know. Like you see a deal like that, and you're like, oh, you got fleeced. Yeah, and, and this then, is why we play the game. Six months later, here we are. Right. This is why we play the game. Damn, Sandy, get into it, baby. Get and into it, baby. Who's your MVP? Oh, you already had right, That was my MVP. <laughs> Who's your MVP, Jake? I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley. I think we all love Saquon. You know what's awesome is he exactly fit our projection, basically, for the year. We thought he'd be RB1. He's not quite RB1. Sandy, but you said we'll RB1. Take, I did say. I was drafting I him in every league. I but had it's Saquon. not over Every either. league I could get him in. I was In both of my ESPN leagues, yes. I have him, and – He's been beautiful this whole year. I had to snipe RB5. you in Amish. I know. You sniped me. It ruined my season, but you move <laughs> on. He's just been so consistent. He's gotten back to where we thought he could be. He really hasn't had outside of week one. Uh, he hasn't been RB1 outside of week one. But exactly. he's just been so consistent. Yeah, and if you can be consistent, that leads to an RB1 on the season. As a running so. back, if you're consistent and healthy, then, yeah, yeah. you're going to be a top five back. He technically, I think, every week should be ranked about running back 8, 9, 10. Mm-hmm. And he'll do that every single week. Yeah. And now some weeks he needs a touchdown to get to 15. The most disappointing week is his only disappointing week, and that's with five points against one of the worst teams in the league. And we thought he would have ran all over. We saw what Rashad Penny did to the Detroit Lions. You would think Saquon Barkley for sure would do that. That's part of Aiden Hutchinson getting better throughout the season as well, and the Lions overall. I mean, the Lions are a really good team, but when it comes to Saquon, 
this is what we were looking for. And he's, yeah. again, same age as Tony Pollard. Yeah, and now we're getting back to he was basically a third-round pick. You got him in the second-to-last pick. Yep. And in most, of, in most every league that I ended up getting him in, it, it was, was right late, late there. second or early first. People so didn't want to take the chance. That's what I'm saying. So to but get him there, that's risk. an MVP. Big, big reward. Big yeah. risk. And But from going forward now, you got to draft him in Yep. You know, first or, or late I think second. Late, he's a late first-round pick. Yep. Just because of the uh, – we'll see how much the Giants improve this offseason. Yeah. But based on how the offense is, I mean, overall been pretty bad. If it's yeah, just Saquon sure. and he's able to do this, imagine if they are able to open it up and right. get some they, pieces. Man. What if they had a guy like Kadarius Tony or a really good version of Kenny Galladay, or maybe uh, even like Wanda a Darius Slayton, or maybe Juan Dale Robinson? Yes. Yeah. What if they had those guys? What if you had any other quarterback? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Dude, that's the problem, but he's been this great regardless. Yeah. The thing is, the MVP is such a hard thing to pick because it does have some personal emphasis on it, whether it was positive or negative. And this is definitely a personal opinion because, I mean, a couple of these guys wouldn't rank as high as a couple of others. But yeah, yours, I mean, Nick, yeah. this I think is, all these guys, they're one. all top oh, yeah. five guys. And I look at it more, did this guy win me a lot of games in the leagues that I had him in? And I think for all three of these guys, they did. Yeah, My guy? I had to trade for him in Dynasty. I gave up five picks, got two picks back, and Tyreek freaking He started sweating. Hit. He saw all of for us making deals. He said, I, I got to make a deal, he which did. I, I give did. you that. You did make a good He's deal. He's the most win-now player awesome. I've ever <laughs> traded for in my life. And in the same and vein, it's working out. Deshaun Jackson is 36 years old, and he looks just as fast as he did when he was 28. Yeah. He just tears a hamstring every time he starts running. Right. If Tyreek Hill finds a way to stay healthy for the next two or three years, yeah. I don't care about any of those picks. He's going to yeah. win me a couple yeah. championships. Yeah, I mean, way. he really doesn't have a, a large injury history. I mean, let's see. No, he doesn't. His going only, back to 2019 where he missed three games, every other year he's been healthy. He got suspended for that shit that happened with his baby mama in 2019. Like, that was the only time that he, he really suspended. missed games. He really doesn't miss games. So exactly. that's like, if he stays healthy, I don't, why can't he play for another three, four years? Yeah, I, think I think he can. He looks very explosive for his age, and it's have he might be the new Deshaun Jackson at this point, except the, uh, ten times better. The Tyler Lockett plays this year. The Tyler Lockett uh, refusing to yeah, get hit. Yeah. I love it. That's like, what Tyreek Tyree Hill's going to have anyway. to do that. Yeah. yeah. He's that fast. You can't even hit him in the first place. Right. No one can get a clean hit on him. It's dragging him down, or he would have to hurt himself. Right. He would literally have to blow out a kneecap or tear his Achilles for something to happen at this point. He's just that far and away. You know, no one averages more yards per like route run than him ever. He's right. almost at four yards per route run because he has games like every other week where the 150 yards. Right. He's going to get 2,000 yards this year, and it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, I know. Like in. It's you so know, easy. he should be there for at least a couple more years. Why can't he, even if he loses some of that just incredible top end speed, he could still be in his 30s being an intermediate route runner and catching balls. Because the thing is, when you're normally that fast, you're normally not always the best pass catcher. You know what I'm saying? You normally have, don't have the best hands. But he doesn't draw passes either. Yeah, he has great hands. This is only going to be the second time in his entire career he's going to go over 100 receptions. He's already second in yards in his whole career. But the only thing that's dragging him down is the five touchdowns. Right. So considering that, the rest of the year, I think he finishes at the wide receiver one. Absolutely. If he gets two touchdowns a game the rest of the year or one touchdown a game. I mean, he has the talent to do so. He has the talent to get four touchdowns in a game. Yep. yep. That's all before. he needs. Well, it that's sounds like that was all of our awards. Yes. That was now. all the, uh, what did we go through? MVP, Rookie of the Year, our bust picks, our best values, seventh rounder later, league winners. 
Yep. Is there anything else that we could get in late? Any uh, any small ones? One player? Could get uh, a, our, what's our let's do besides bust? I want I want one more negative because all these are positives. One more let's negative. go our most disgusting pick of the year. Ooh. Guys that were ashamed. Cam Akers. Our most ashamed pick. Cam Akers. Uh, ours yes. personally? Yes, or pers- we ta- let's go oh, to your okay, personal okay. draft. <laughs> He's saying Cam Akers. Go to your personal draft. I'm going to go Justin Herbert in the fifth round. And the guy, you're just, you're so, you're so upset. You're disappointed in yourself? Yeah. Disgusted with yeah. yourself? I'm Chase disgusted Edmonds. with myself for doing that. I don't care if it was eighth round or not. <laughs> Why did I take Chase Edmonds? Mine's Allen Robinson in the fifth. Just yep. so disgusted Ooh. with myself. All three of those guys, we fucking love going into the year. We I know, yeah, we were all we were talking about them for a week. So three we didn't of really talked that big on Cam Akers, but oh, we did. I was pretty negative about Cam Akers. I, I no, can't we all hated Cam, Cam Akers. I hated like Cam Akers. Chase personally. Edmonds, we love. Yeah, you love. Chase Edmonds. I'm very disappointed in his result. That's probably the most yes. disappointing. Allen Robinson was always a gamble, but it shouldn't have been a gamble. That's the part that really pisses me off. Is like this man should have had no reason to not be wide receiver. You know, I would say in the top 25. You would think with the situation, with the opportunity, with I the offense, we're starting style. to realize more how bad that offense truly is and how done Matthew Stafford is. Yeah, that's well, more of a testament to Matt Stafford's issues. done. And nothing's yeah. wrong. He got the he got his ring. You know, yeah. at this point, he's got nothing left to prove. Yeah, he's done. So he could walk away from football and it would be perfectly fine. You know, and then Cooper Cup's also got nothing left to prove. Guy won a ring as well and triple crown. And well, you know who moved. else? Aaron Donald. Yeah, he's probably he's most likely done in the next couple of years. And so. Sean McVay, they could yeah. all leave after this yep. season. Yep. That is a reality. You know, it's a reality for us that we'll see you guys again soon. You know who else isn't leaving after this season? Who? We're not. Oh, we're of not. Course not. So we're this the is a fresh start, an absolute yes. fresh start. We're back. We're going to bring you a lot of new new episodes covering football. Probably going to have to get into basketball here, I would mm. say. Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to have to dive into some NBA. Oof. College basketball, I think, will be yeah. way more fun. Yeah. I do so. love college basketball. But most of all, we all love nonsense. Oh, yeah, Oof. we do love some nonsense. You guys make sure you follow us on social media at the Ball Bros Pod. We're going to try to start posting more on TikTok and YouTube here in the next couple of months as well. Uh, we'll get this computer situation figured out. And we look forward to no more long breaks. The only breaks we're going to take from here on out are bathroom breaks. Absolutely. Good to be back, everybody. See you all later.